Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. This is the third episode into the new series called Life Hack Series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I wanted to focus on starting off a new year with some life hacks in areas such as adulthood, finances, relationships with parents, decision-making, friendships, and more. In this episode called Money Talks, Key Adulting Skills for Your Finances, I talk about another important aspect of adulting, managing our finances. Money is always a tricky subject to discuss, especially as we get older. It's also a taboo subject. Many of us just don't talk about it. But what if we did? In a healthy way, in a beneficial way to help others. Before I dive into today's podcast episode, here's a little life recap. It's been really cold the past few weeks here in New York City. Cold to the point where I'm buying hand warmers and toe warmers just to walk outdoors and then doing a victory dance when the temperatures read 30 degrees. Because at that point, I'll take 30 degrees. It's much warmer than the 15 to 20 degrees we've been having lately. Last winter wasn't this cold, so it's definitely been a mental shift for many of us. We've, we've also been having indecisive weather again, where it'll snow briefly for a few hours, and then it'll stop, and the rain or sun will clear it. Just indecisive weather all around. Anyway, two weeks ago, I decided not to record a podcast episode because I wasn't feeling my best and knew the best remedy for that was to take a week off. So the past week, I've gotten into a much better groove and flow with work and my social life. You know, I find it so interesting how your mood and attitude can completely change or impact your work and social life. Anyone else notice that too? When you're feeling down and you're trying to record a video sharing a positive experience with something, and it's just really hard to do so because your head and heart just aren't in it? Yeah, that's how I feel when it comes to podcasting. If my heart and my head just aren't with it, I find myself unable to record anything. So that week off break was much needed. The other day, my accountant reached out to me to let me know that tax season was approaching soon. And I spent almost half a week thinking about how I want to go about my finances, especially this year. So this episode couldn't have come at a better time. I started asking myself questions. Are the things I'm spending money on a priority in my life right now? Does it serve me in a way that benefits my life and lifestyle? Or am I being a little too flexible with my budgeting? I think a lot of us tend to associate money in the physical sense, like like dollar bills. And I think something that we tend to overlook is that spending money is also spending your time because time is money. And I've learned that, especially here in New York City, is that just like you wouldn't spend money on things that you never use 
it's the same thing. You wouldn't spend your time and energy on people who are not good for you or toxic for you because you know that investing and putting in your, quote, time and money isn't serving you. So why would you invest in something where you're not going to get a return back? Ooh, look at me talking in financial terms. Anyway, and I'll go more into that, but there's definitely one change I've noticed that's been helping. I used to subscribe to Cook Unity's meal deliveries every week. I would receive about four to five meals once a week because, one, I always felt like I never had time to cook. Even though I do work from home, I noticed that I would either be too tired or not have the energy to cook, where I just didn't have the time in my day to do so. But ever since this year started, I've decided to opt out of the meal delivery plans because I noticed the budgeting I had for food was not where I wanted it to be. I was spending way too much and I needed to figure out a better system or otherwise I'd have to budget out other things. And the way I was able to figure that out was I started noticing that I was ordering takeout more frequently with the meal delivery service because I didn't have enough meals. So I would always have to figure out a way to balance out my meals for the week. And I don't know, it just made me question why I was even doing this meal delivery service in the first place, you know? So I spoke with my mom who helped me create a meal plan for the week. I decided that I was going to make the commute to Trader Joe's at least once a week or once every two weeks on the weekend to buy everything I needed. And I noticed that I was spending significantly less for more. That's the beauty of actually taking the time to budget out and plan. You don't realize how much you're actually spending until you sit down and calculate and compare the differences. I was genuinely shocked that I was spending more money on four to five meals versus buying things in bulk where I would have leftovers. And not to mention my whole, I don't have time to cook excuse was merely that, an excuse. I realized that cooking is so therapeutic for me after work or even during my lunch break. It's nice to just step away from your computer and devices and just entertain and occupy your mind with other things. You know, like the salmon and sizzling, <laughs> or just chopping up the mushrooms, little things. So yes, I'm always looking for new recipes because lately I've just been rotating for my usual. Salmon, brown rice, and mushrooms, or ground turkey, brown rice, and vegetables. Occasionally we'll have zucchini noodles in there too. That is, if I'm early to Trader Joe's on a weekend morning. Let me tell you. The lines at Trader Joe's starting from 11 a.m. get really long, and I'm all about strategy here. I'll purposely wake up super early to get to Trader Joe's when it opens so I get dibs on basically everything and not have to wait in crazy super long lines. I promise it's worth it. Anyway, that's my little spiel on how I've been saving money in the food department by cooking more. So let's get into today's episode. As mentioned earlier, money is always a tricky subject to talk about. Growing up, one, we didn't really talk about it in grade school or college. 
We didn't talk about how to properly budget, how to pay bills, how to invest, any of that. And two, I feel like when it comes to money, people just try to steer clear of any conversation related to money. It's weird. People don't want to talk about it because what if it stirs up controversy? What if someone shames you for it? What if you get embarrassed from it? A lot of these thoughts come into mind because going back to point number one, we weren't really properly educated on how to go about conversations on money. As children, we always thought adulting was hard because we weren't taught how to manage our money right. You know, a big part of adulthood is learning as we go. As much as I do wish we could have learned more about this in college, I've learned a lot through my experiences maneuvering my way through New York City as a single 20-something-year-old. When it comes to budgeting, I have to give my dad all the props. Now, my dad is the kind of person who utilizes those Excel spreadsheets and has multiple tabs just for his budgeting sheets. He's taught me ways to properly budget. We even had a night session where he walked me through it. And I was still trying to take it all in. I'll be honest, I was never really business savvy. I'm more of a creative. And for those who are business savvy, this comes natural to a lot of those types of people. For me, a creative, not so much. It's something I do struggle with at times because I feel like if I have a mental grasp on what I spend on average in a week, I'm okay. But budget aside, what about savings? I think it's important to, one, know your reason for why you want to start effectively managing your finances. Maybe it's because you're a newlywed and you have plans to start a family. Or maybe you want to travel to every state in the U.S. before you turn 35. Whatever the reason is, knowing why you want to get your finances in check is important. Another important reason is, number two, knowing where you stand. In order to figure out a budgeting slash savings plan, you need to be tracking your spending and your income. Your income should be more than your expenses. Start keeping track of how much you are spending each month, especially in each category. Label things like utilities, entertainment, subscriptions, groceries, laundries, etc. I started doing this early in my business, just so I could have an idea of what I was spending and how much wiggle room I had for myself in the month. Number three, ask yourself where you want to be financially. Think long-term goals. Do you want to retire at some point? Make sure you're setting aside a retirement plan and savings. I know for us New Yorkers, we're not set on buying a car, but maybe buying a car is in your future. Maybe even wanting to save for a down payment on a home within the next few years. A difficult part about thinking through these financial goals is being honest with yourself. I think a lot of us tend to get lost in our dreams of wanting to do this or to do that. But when it comes to actually setting yourself up for financial success, you have to be honest with yourself. Another important tip that my parents told me is to have a reverse budgeting strategy. Instead of deciding how much you'll be spending in each category, decide how much you'll be saving upfront. 
For example, saving 20% of your income. This definitely helps with overspending and feeling like you have money to be spending. This is actually a bad habit of mine that I'm trying to work on. Saving more and spending less. I think a lot of people think living on a budget is like living on a leash. It can actually be freeing if you think about it. You don't have to worry if you can treat yourself or do this or spend that because your budget will let you know. And having a budget can keep you in check for your savings goals too. Also, something I learned from personal experience. In college, I used to hardly focus on my credit card debt. I just let it stack up and the interest piled on. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I didn't really understand the concept of credit card debt and what the interest really did. So now I have a credit card account where I pay off every month and I've never had any interest because I make it a priority to allocate my money to the debt before it enters my savings account. I had to learn it the hard way though. Not to mention, a credit score plays a huge role in your future. High credit scores can grant you access to purchasing homes, cars, and even renting apartments in New York City. Looking back during our grade school and college years, many of these topics weren't discussed because I feel like the adults, whether they were teachers, counselors, or mentors, probably considered us too young to think about money and finances. Maybe they figured we wouldn't understand what it means to budget, save, or invest. I definitely didn't know what investments were until later on. When you think investments, people think houses, cars, those sorts of things. But also, investing in yourself goes a long way. Maybe a graduate degree might be the best step to increasing your earning potential. Or even investing in yourself by reading. Knowledge is power, and by exposing yourself to new ways of thinking or new trends can only benefit you. Especially in the business I am in, with social media strategy, I am not the expert here. I'm constantly learning, I'm constantly reading and just uh, trying to understand and get a better grasp at what social media really is and the psychology behind it and the trends that come up. It, it's really fascinating, to be honest. But I'm constantly reading to see what is up and coming and, you know, why people choose apps like TikTok over Instagram and what other app is blooming in the process. It just it's never ending, which is also kind of exciting that it's constant. But anyway, point is, invest in your mental and physical health, too. That's also something I prioritize my fitness. That's why I do set aside money for a gym membership, training runs, and races because I know that is what makes me happy and that is what I want to continue investing my future towards. The journey to figuring out my budget and managing my finances hasn't been easy and I'm still a work in progress. I'm still learning how to budget and learn more life hacks along the way. And I hope you are also progressing towards that goal too.
Adulting is hard at times, but it doesn't have to be when it comes to her finances. There's a lot of financial worksheets and guides on the internet that I've stumbled across that have been really helpful. Another big helpful tip is just conversing with people, even family, hearing what they are doing and how they are navigating their finances. It's nice to have those types of conversations with people who are in your industry so you can also set yourself up for success. I hope that more people continue to normalize talking about money and finances because it's helpful for others to benefit from it. People can learn from each other. I mean, right? We're not meant to do this life alone. Now it's your turn. What are some of your favorite budgeting tips? What's been one financial mistake you've made in your adulthood? Feel free to send me an email at grace at gracefullymade.com. The email is in the show description. Or send me a DM at bygracely on Instagram. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode where I cover another life hack topic. This time, we'll be talking about forgiveness. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in!